welcome to Josie's Bar podcast. I'm Claire and I run this establishment with my co-host. It's Vicky. Hey, Vicky. Hey. And uh, what are we doing in this establishment, Vicky? Uh, not much. No, we don't. We'll talk about, well, we'll we talk, talk about, about issues of Daredevil or like last week, we talk about scary children's films and tea. <laughs> That's very true. We did tantrum quite a bit last week, but it was a fun. It was fun though. It was fun tangent. Yeah, Anytime it's... you can talk about Return to Oz, I'm there. I watched that over the weekend. Did you? And I love it's it. Still as effed up as it was. So has. great. I love it so much. Oh, it's yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I remember another film that I watched as a kid that I was a bit scared of, um, but I don't think it's very good. And I think it was just really trippy, but I think it would be terrible now. And it was called The Great Land of Small. So I I feel like I need to track this down and rewatch it. (laughs) That sounds like I've never heard. I think it was like a super low budget, like like French film or something. Okay. I don't know. So uh, so stay tuned, listeners, <laughs> for news on that. <laughs> I can't wait. So exciting. Uh, so in this establishment, we read issues of Daredevil and we review them one issue at a time. And we've done this now for 22 weeks. I know. Can this you is, believe it? This is week uh, episode 22. Uh, and we are going to discuss the issue The Tri-Man Lives. <gasps> Uh, which came out November the 1st, 1966. And we will be discussing this issue. But first, we are a bar. Therefore, we we have drinks. Uh, I am drinking a Pepsi Max Cherry. Maximum taste, no sugar. Ooh. What are you drinking, Vicky? I am drinking a, uh, a masala chai latte. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, yes. I thought I'd change it up a little bit from my usual um, gingerbread chai. This is just masala chai. Spicy. Spicy. Spicy chai. Yeah. With a little little sprinkling of uh, cinnamon on the top. Mm. I, 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 I like cinnamon, but not so much in drinks. I don't tend when I'm making my gingerbread chai, I will stir a little bit into the milk as it as it heats up. Yeah. But otherwise, I just do a little a little sprinkle on the top. Because I, I foam up the milk, so make it nice and foamy. Mm. I love it. Uh, well, well, Vicky. In this issue, the synopsis is as follows: Introducing the Tri Man, the Masked Marauder and Gladiator. Oh, those two scamps create an android with the characteristics of their three best men i would argue it's not their men they kidnap them um yeah you know yeah and stage a boxing match to put it to the test but with matt foggy and karen in attendance will this boxing match be a strictly spectator sport also i would argue they don't stage the boxing match the boxing match is happening yeah. Anyway, and then they break into the boxing match using the Tri-Man. Oh, no, it's all a bit, yeah. There's there's a lot of sort of arse about face in this issue, I feel. Uh, yeah. To be honest. Quite a bit. Uh, mm. And this issue was written with Rapture by Stan Lee, drawn with drama by Gene Colan. 
Delineated with Delight by Gia Coyo and Ayers, and Lettered with the Ball Game On by Sam Rosen. <laughs> He's watching the ball game. Sammy! And I have the actual issue in front of me. Uh, it is a bit worse for wear. This is one of my ones. It is falling apart a little bit, and it smells of kind of like I'm sniffing it. It smells of like tobacco because I bought this in a shop that you may remember, Vicky, that used to be in our in the town of Kingston near where I live uh, called Books, Bits and Bobs, um, (gasps) which which was like a shop straight out of like the 80s that didn't change. And um, and it sold and if you and you could get costumes from there. But if you like hired any costumes, they really stank of like tobacco because the guy (laughs) used to just smell like smoke tobacco in there. And uh, he, when the shop closed, they had a load of Daredevil comics, and I got them for like very cheap. But I know which ones were from there because they smell of tobacco. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, in the the first page, I want to talk to you about this ad that's in the first page that I will post a photo of on our um, Facebook group because the ad says, "Let me show you too how to make yourself astronaut tough." Inside and out in double quick time, or it won't cost you a cent, says Ben Rebhune, whom experts call today's top bodybuilding authority. Because you know, like astronauts are known to be bodybuilders, right? I I had no idea. Uh, For a new million dollar He-Man body strength powered with 520 mighty muscles to become a star in any sport, a success in everything... Is wow. that a le- is that like a legit advert? Yeah, that? yeah. Wow. You can uh, you can uh, sign up and be mailed uh, five or, uh, five free world famous strength test courses, ex- including a photo book of famous strong men who were once weaklings. <laughs> is Steve Rogers in there? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says you have to tick what you would like, so. The options are I want to gain however many pounds. I want to triple my strength. I want to streamline my body, get rid of flabby fat. I want to add inches of muscle to my arms, chest, shoulders, powerful legs, slim waist. Or I want to become a winning athlete or I want new pep. I will take one pep, please. (laughs) (laughs) I would like one pep. And then uh, there's a little before and after, and it says, I gained 60 pounds of shapely, mighty muscles. Uh, Before mailing a coupon, I was a 125 pound, six foot skinny weakling. This might actually be Steve Rogers. It might actually. Well, no, because he wasn't six foot when he was tiny Steve. No, he was a little teen, teen sweet Steve. Yeah, you're right. So I just this just amused me. So I was like, I need to read this to Vicky because it's great. I'm so gutted that's not in the online online issue. I know. And it says (laughs) thousands of boys and men the world over has found have found that my tested and proved methods can quickly, easily shape up their bodies into the lean, sleek, hard as a rock condition demanded of America's spacemen. They're ready and able to do things in a big way with the same kind of long lasting stamina, the same tiger quick response that astronauts need to stand up under the grueling demands of our space program. Wow. There's there's a lot of double entendres in there. I know, it's great. I love it. I love this ad so much. Oh you need yeah. to frame that and put it on the wall. Yeah, it's so great. 
it's uh, yeah it's awesome and i I love all the ads in it there's one there's like the ads at the back of this issue as well that are all about like ordering science stuff so you know you can you can order like an atomic energy lab which does not sound safe that sounds Uh, amazing uh, yeah a spectroscope um photo micrography lab uh telescope and mount a weather station it's kind of cool like i'd be well up for that when a kid you know if i was a kid to be fair like i do remember those kind of ads in the back of comics and that when yeah. in, like in the 80s and i used to used to sellotape your coins yeah to, to your little like thing that you because you, you had to cut out the coupon didn't you and put your name and address and everything on it um and i used to do that all the time with like joke shops mail order joke shops <laughs> yeah oh i miss those days sellotaping sellotaping my pocket money coins <laughs> to a coupon and sticking it in the post there's also then, an ad of a, of a small boy that says i'm 11 years old and i sell 75 dollars to 100 dollars a week hey 11 year old why aren't you at school yeah child labor yeah it's a you become a blair dealer i don't know what it is but i just i just like these ads and i looked through the letters um uh page and i didn't see any particularly interesting letters unfortunately okay so anyway anyway enough of that that. so uh so you thought last week that we wouldn't see um uh our friend owley anymore um, and that this would, you know, start differently. But no, this carries straight on when the last one ends, which yeah. I, I think is kind of cool. Uh, so Daredevil and Judge Lewis are flying Owly back to the mainland, which is the big mechanical owl, Owly, uh, over Long Island. And then suddenly Daredevil hears a ticking within uh, Owly. And it's a bomb that was hidden by the owl, uh, who looks quite insane. So insane, his eyes have vanished. (laughs) In in his emergency backup um, eerie. Yeah, yeah. Which where do you where do you think his backup eerie is? Because it wouldn't be in a volcano, because that's where that one that other one was. Do you think it's in like Antarctica? Yeah, it's got to be some sort of like snow capped mountain range, hasn't it? I think. Or it's in a jungle, or or it's underwater. Well, no, because he's an owl. Yeah, that's true. So, it's on Everest. Oh my god! If it's in like um a you know like a snowy mountain range, do you think he's gonna like swap his cloak out for some sort of for a white cloak? So he's a snowy yeah, owl. like like a fabulous kind of like faux fur white snowy owl. I would love that. Oh god, I would love that. I would love that so much. <laughs> it would be great. So Daredevil's like, oh no, there's a bomb in in the owl. Uh, in Owly and he forces Owly to the ground and then he and uh, Judge Lewis leap to safety as the Owly explodes oh bye bye Owly bye bye Owly so he won't go off and have adventures like we we hoped <laughs> I know I, was, yeah. I hope he might be out there somewhere and still. Judge Lewis is amazed at how brave Daredevil is particularly as he he managed to free that courageous blind lawyer Matt Murdock <laughs> Uh, not too smart for a judge, are you? No. Oh well, we'll get to people who are not too smart later. Um, uh, yeah. <coughs> Karen Page. Um, <coughs> so speaking of Karen Page, uh, Karen is at the office and she is um, kind of standing there pondering, literally like, <laughs> like, like literally. hand under her chin, like hmm. 
and she's pondering about the fact that her life seems strangely empty when Matt is not around. And I was like, yeah, because you haven't got someone being cold and distant <laughs> to you, you mean? I just, yeah, here we go. I was like, I, my eyes rolled so hard into the back of my head. I could see my brain when we got to this bit. And I was like, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here uh, we go. So I am going to give Karen's outfit a toot. Because it is really cute. It's like a little green pencil skirt and a little green cardigan and a little white blouse. Yeah. And I think it looks... It looks very cute. Her hair is also longer than usual. Yeah, it's loads longer and it's a bit flatter as well. It is a bit flatter, but it's it's kind of yeah, like going up at the ends like a I don't know, like a Lego a Lego lady. <laughs> yeah, she's got a little kind of like sixties flick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so she's pondering about how her life is empty when Matt is away for a day. Do you know what? Um, like when they when they do this, when they yeah. do this with Karen and she's got her own like little internal monologue, it like the fact that it was written by men, yeah, just sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, of course, this is what women do when they're yeah. You know, we just think about men. <sighs> so we do. Some of us are gay, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> So Karen asks Foggy about the rhino's recent escape uh, because Foggy was apparently preparing a uh, habeas corpus for the rhino, um, and, but the rhino broke out of jail. But it's OK because Spider-Man's probably going to go and catch him. Yeah, I love that. I little, that was cute. The little like addendum bit. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, the little star. And it's, it's like, oh, you know, go, go read this issue of Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. And then he signed it Sly Stan. <laughs> yeah. I, I I just like this little mention. It's kind of cute, you know, like, oh, by the way, you know, it, it's it, it's not the only one in this. Oh, issue no. Either. I just like that. It's it's mentioning it makes it feel like a bigger world, you know. Yeah, totally. Like, which I, I always like. Um, so Foggy then asks Karen to dinner and she accepts because she hasn't heard from Matt. I oh, know. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just kind of like, like, oh, might as well. Because Matt's not Matt's not around, so it's like you know, poor Foggy. I know. Well, even he is like thinking, oh, I wonder if she she would have answered <laughs> as quick if. They're, they're both thinking like along the same lines. It's like it's like guys, this is this does not a relationship build. No, not at all. Absolutely. So um, as they are going to leave, um, Mr. Farnham appears, who we saw previously, but he had a different name. Uh, and he's the um, landlord, or oh, the building owner. And he appears to ask if Foggy has drawn up the new building leases yet. Uh, but Foggy tells him he needs a few more days. And well, that's Mr. it. And off he goes. <laughs> but, like, Mr. Far, it's all a bit suspicious. Mr. Farnham and his um, completely not at all villainous moustache yeah. and greying gray temples who foggy then says oh i wish all our clients were like him he hasn't put the rent up in in years and he always pays his bills on time and blah 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 blah. it's like hmm i wish we had more clients like him who aren't dangerous unpredictable supervillains. yeah i just yeah i am i've got my eye on you mr farnham oh okay yeah mm-hmm. okay uh so daredevil has searched the city for the owl um, but he's not had any any luck at all. He's been going everywhere. And um, 
at one point, Daredevil bounces off a car and the sound it makes is batang. And then uh, Stanley does a little note that says, special note for those who may read this story aloud. In the sound batang, the second N is silent. (laughs) (laughs) He is. He's sassy. He is so sassy. I love it. I love sassy Stan. It's so great. Oh, it's so great. It's a couple, a couple of really great panels, though. I have to say, when he's like jumping off the cars and stuff, yeah. I did like, I did like this series of panels. Yeah, I mean the, yeah, I, I, yeah, I really like them. I like the one where he's perched on the gargoyle. Um, yes. When he's, you know, any time Daredevil was perched on a gargoyle, is great. And I also like the one where he goes into the office and it's this big splash page and he's yes. coming through the window. I just really like the use of shadows and I like the limited palette. It's just, it's just really, really beautiful. Really uh, so he goes to the office to change um, and he says that he won't have to change on the windowsill this time because yes. um, because the office is deserted. And again, I'm like, why don't you change at your apartment, Matthew? <laughs> You're you're too flawed, overly expensive, yeah, super secret, like superhero hideout apartment. Just yeah. go there, you weirdo. Because because otherwise he's saying that he would get changed on the windowsill, and then would just sneak into the office like he's done before, and then be like, because Foggy and Karen are there, and then be like, oh hey, I was here all along. It's like, well, no, you weren't. Like, it would be so much easier to, like, get changed at his apartment and then go to the office. Uh, See, written by a man. Uh, Yeah, well, I don't know. (laughs) It's just, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, So he arrives at the office and he uh, immediately vows that he can't keep his feelings secret any longer for Karen. And he must declare his love for her right now or at the right time and the, the right place <laughs> so it's like oh he's gonna do oh okay <laughs> but you know vicky it may be coming to an end you know this might happen soon oh god i hope so uh, <laughs> meanwhile the gladiator and master marauder are hanging out in their new layer which is in a power plant uh, yep and the master marauder wants to take over magia crime cartel and we get a reference to x-men number 23 now, Mag- Magia, I think you say it. Magia? I don't know. I, I you've, don't know. Um, we've, we've, uh, this is the first time we've sort of heard about them uh, so far. So it basically says that the Magia is a fictional international crime syndicate appearing in uh, comics published by Marvel, co- uh, books published by Marvel Comics. Um, its structure is somewhat similar to the Mafia, which is in itself almost never referred to in the Marvel stories. But the Magia differs in that it frequently hires supervillains and mad scientists to work for them. Some prominent members of the Magia are supervillains themselves, such as Hammerhead, Silvermane, Count Nefaria and his daughter, Madame Mask. Um, Comic creator Scott Shaw believes that the Magia were created to avoid offending the real life Mafia, Mm -hmm. as comic book distribution at the time was Mafia controlled. Wow. Yeah. That's a good factoid. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and, and as we can see, they reference X-Men number 23. Um, and apparently that is the issue, I think, where Count Nefaria was defeated. OK. Um, so the Master Marauder is like, hey, remember, I've got that levitating ray and and the gladiator is like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell <laughs> me about it. 
Uh, the Master Order says, oh, well, I'm going to use that to capture Daredevil because then the Magia will be so impressed with us that they'll choose us as their new leaders. Um, and also, I have this other thing. I mean, I would lead with the giant android, personally, and then yeah. say about the levitating ray. So then he's like, hey, Glazier, look what I've been building. It's great. I've built this tri-android, um, otherwise known as tri-man. Um, it's a giant silver man. It's a giant silver man, and he will take three humans to bring it to life. With his, it's a giant silver man, bald silver man, with his pointy knickers. I do not like his pointy knickers. I do not, no. I'm booting these pointy knickers. I would uh, definitely go with you on that one. What do you think about Master Marauder and Gladiator still working together? Um... Odd. Like I, they're an like, odd little pair, aren't they? They are. I mean, Gladiator is so like completely superior. <laughs> to, to be honest. Well, fashion-wise. Uh, but even like, I just yeah, they're just a strange, just a strange match. Yeah. But oh well. I agree. They're an odd, odd, odd pair. Uh, so they decide they're going to get these three people uh, to bring the Tri-Man to life. So these three people they get. The first one is a uh, down-and-out wrestler known as the Mangler, who is leaving this gym and uh, is all happy with himself. And then they use the levitating ray on him and he disappears, although it looks like he disappears like in a puff of smoke, according to it the drawings. I, I, I did lose it a little bit um, with all three of these because it, it kind of, it was almost like Stiltman's like burglary yes. hoover. Yes, particularly and with the uh, the brain where all the money gets hoovered <laughs> up. Oh no, not the brain, the uh, the dancer. Yeah, like I loved, I absolutely loved it. it yeah. Was just, as like beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, Wee! well, because like the the safe cracker who's called the dancer, he is counting this. He's got all this money, and then he gets levitated by this ray. But they've put the ray in this light switch, this light bulb. Yeah, I could. And then it like looks it. like he gets like you're right. He gets. It's like they've turned the light bulb into a vacuum, and he gets sucked up into the light bulb. So that, but that's not. That's. I mean, I guess that's how levitation works. But I, I figured it would just levitate someone into the air. But they don't. It, what I found weird was like, you know, who, who is sucking these people up? I don't like, know. It's, it's very like when the brain um, switches on like his overhead light. That seems yeah. to like switch on the sucky up machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's just kind of like so. Have you? pre-wired it did you sneak into their apartments and yeah it's very very strange but i, I have to say like the dancer he is my toot for this week oh. i love his like red striped suit and his green hat yeah i like his outfit as well he looks he was my mild toot but i do prefer karen's outfit but i do like i, I like his his um his look i i i feel like I, yeah, I feel like my panel of the week has to be one of... I don't know which one, though, but just the idea of these guys being sucked up into a light bulb is just so insane. <laughs> I know, I have to... I, I think, think it's I'm probably the brain, because all you brain. see is little feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, going. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah, I... Yeah. 
I did enjoy I did enjoy all three of them. It, yeah, <laughs> it's just I I just don't under, I don't understand how it works. Lot, yeah, no, so these three not. men, the uh, the mangler, the dancer, and the brain, are hooked up to Triman, um, who then comes to life. And meanwhile, in Europe, in a castle, of course, because we're in Europe, uh, the Magia, I feel like it, I, I need to find out how to say this because Magia sounds wrong to me. But the Magia uh, get yet another applicant for leadership. I just love that they're like, oh, it's another applicant. Um, <laughs> so do, do they just like send this? What do they do? They, do they send a CV in? Do they do they have like a... They said it's on their, their special closed circuit um, frequency uh, television. Do they have like a show reel? I they guess. Like, yeah, how do they? Well, I mean, all the Mask Marauder does to apply is basically go, "Hey, I'm the Mask Marauder, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill Daredevil in Madison Square Daredevil. Garden." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, well, that would definitely mean you're the leader." You're the leader. You're that the sounds leader. great. Yeah, it's it's kind of. Oh wait, no, hold on. Is that that's Gary Glitter, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Shit. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, so, so they want to take over. They've sent in their application. They're going to have to wait. You know, maybe they'll get an interview. Who knows? <laughs> so meanwhile, Foggy has been randomly sent two tickets to the fight at Madison Square Garden. How fortuitous! And he's not at all suspicious, seeing as a few weeks ago he was pretending to be Daredevil and loads of people were trying to kill him. But he's just like, yeah. I've got these two free tickets. You know. Let's let's go, Karen. Well, he invites Karen and Karen says no um, because she wants to stay late at the office with Matt. And she says in case he needs her help. I was like, mm. yeah, you just want to stay late at the office, Karen, with Matt. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Uh, so and then Karen is working in the office with Matt and she's staring at him and then she says oh every time I, I look at uh, uh, um, I think of Daredevil when I look at Matt I, I in my notes I'm like how and when did Karen make that gargantuan leap I don't know I can't remember because I'm pretty sure that this is the first time that she's ever put them both in the same sentence thinking that they're the same i think she said it before but she's because she says like i know a blind attorney can't possibly be a costume superhero and yet yeah but yeah it was just just a bit of a it just seemed like a bit of a leap and all the while like matt's like oh i can feel her looking at me i'm just going to pretend that i don't notice her yeah yeah and then he's like oh is is there someone there? <laughs> <laughs> is that you, Foggy? No, it's uh, me. Karen's so Karen's me. just staring at Matt. It's really creepy. Yeah, it's really creepy. Oh, we're, oh, we're actually we will get to my my panel of the week, I think, in a minute, um, because I have another panel of the week. I have to decide which one I want to do. She's like uh, Karen. She's like got her nose pressed up against the glass of that's Matt's the one. Going, going like. <laughs> going like it's the one where she's <laughs> creeping around the door. It's so creepy. And you can just see her. She's just standing there staring at him. It's, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And Matt, it's just the fact that Matt completely knows. And it's just I like, know. He's just like, oh, I'm just, just pretending I'm just, not to be aware of her. I'm just going to pretend to read this Braille and pretend that I don't know that she's there. We get a little panel as well of what's going on at the, the boxing fight at Madison Square Gardens. And there is a little note because it is kind of like right in the middle oh, of the scene. Matt, I love Matt's this got, little like, the radio note. or something, isn't he? It's what? Matt's got like the raid the wireless. Yeah, on. Matt's got the radio on, so he's listening to the fight, and obviously, which makes sense because his dad was a boxer, you know. Um, but there's a little panel of the fight, and there's a little note from Stan Lee that says uh, that Gentleman Gene, so Gene Colan, is batty about drawing fight scenes, and we hate to frustrate our buoyant ball penners. So uh, Gene Colan just put in a little a little fight panel there yeah it was cute i was like yeah i like it um so matt's listening to the fight uh and then karen is creeping around at the door <laughs> uh and wants to give him a letter that arrived for him and then she's like oh you know do you want me to open it for you but then all of a sudden he hears the news on the radio about uh, pandemonium at Madison Square Gardens because the tri man has just walked in and made his way into the ring. Um, there's a it's man like on the bottom left who's kind of like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> the faces of everyone in the background. <laughs> oh, they're great. <laughs> like, it's great. And the man in the bottom left I love the most because he's yeah. just raising an eyebrow like, what? It's like the one in the purple suit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. I love him. I love this guy. Uh, and the Tri-Man basically demands that Daredevil meets him there to fight or he will kill everyone in the building. Mm. And the boxer's looking at, at the side and he says, he must be some kind of professional nut. <laughs> do you reckon there's good pay in that? You what? But do you reckon what, there's good pay? Do you reckon they get nut? dental insurance being a professional nut? I would hope so. I hope they get dental. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, so Matt kind of panics, like he really panics. This, like this, like entire this entire situation, this moment, what happens next is just yeah. What happens next, Vicky? Tell tell me and the listeners. <laughs> so so Matt's freaking out and being all like, oh my god, like Daredevil needs to get there, but Karen's here. So I can't do it. So he says to Karen, hey, Karen, do you still have that Daredevil costume that Foggy was wearing the other week to pretend to be Daredevil? And Karen's like, yes, Matt, why? And then the cut to Karen driving them to Madison Square Gardens with with Matt wearing Foggy's Daredevil costume. Yeah. Like, I don't like Matt. What was going (laughs) through? Like, I don't. And and then he basically says, like. He's like, maybe I can. Uh, you, you'll have to lead me into the arena and get me somewhere near the ring. Now, seeing as how helpless Matt plays up that he is to Karen and Foggy, like Karen would literally have to lead him right up to try man. <laughs> but and, and like the whole time, Karen's actually going, "You're actually fucking mental, aren't you, Matt? What, yeah. What, like, I, why am I driving you? What, uh, what is your plan? Like, and it's this really like tenuous kind of like he's going to pretend to be daredevil in the hope that he can distract 
like try man long enough for the real daredevil to turn up well this is what he's telling karen yeah but really he's like i'm gonna get in there um i'll i'll really quickly lose karen in in the panicked crowd so that i can like take on you know so she's not gonna know she's you know she's not gonna know that uh, i'm actually daredevil and it's like well she's kind of already on the path of every time she looks at you Mm -hmm. she thinks of daredevil so i don't quite understand and then of course they go in and then she like matt loses her so karen's like oh my god matt meanwhile matt's like being daredevil and kicking tryman's ass but i just it just it is a crazy plan convoluted yeah like if i was karen i would have been like back at the office going no matt what like no no yeah. no i'm not doing that but yeah it's just I, like why yeah, can't I, someone else do it <laughs> like i just i just don't understand how he was like how, how did karen even buy that i i have no idea because she's she's pretty astute when it comes like she's quite nosy isn't she like yeah. we know this so surely she's going to be thinking at some point it's like well i've lost matt oh look there's daredevil in the ring yeah so in her mind but we saw from last it last um issue that you know matt murder walks out the door and daredevil walks back in and nobody suspects they're the same person but like karen is nosy enough and smart enough to realize it's like well how can't how come i can't see two daredevils right now yeah because everyone's like running for the exits yeah so by the time like matt's actually in the ring fighting try man the it's going to be relatively empty around you know surrounding the ring and everything so surely karen's going to be like well you know, Matt can't have gone that far. He's blind and helpless. and he's dressed as Daredevil. <laughs> and he's dressed as Daredevil. So it's like, well, how? Why can I? Not, why can I only see one Daredevil? Yeah. Where, where's the other one? I just feel like this is a really bad plan of Matt's. Terrible. Because, yeah, it's so. It, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, there's no need for them to to rush to that place because, like oh I, yeah it's just it's just bad it just really just really really bad yeah really there must bad. have been just... another way i don't i don't know what it is but yeah <sighs> not not your best plan <laughs> i mean no, it I mean, does could... work but you know he could literally have said let's get down there i'm you know i'm a lawyer maybe they need legal representation or he could have said oh foggy's there let's go make sure he's okay exactly yeah exactly yeah. but no i don't know Oy. so um gladiator and mass marauder are watching their little tv screen and they see uh karen arrive with daredevil and uh, they recognize karen so they're like oh but you know she's uh, a secretary at nelson and murdoch and the mass marauder recognizes her and then and then foggy finds her Foggy finds her in as well. Crowd. Well, first of all, yeah, she loses Matt. I love the panel because I am a sucker, as I've told you many times, for any panel where there is a foe that is more physically imposing than Daredevil. 
and it's like Daredevil looking up at them ready to fight. So I yeah. love this part. I, it's like my favourite Daredevil cover is the one of him facing off against the Hulk. Um, I just, I'm just a sucker for these kind of covers and these kind it, of panels. So I like this panel with him facing Tri-Man. It's great. The just, the, it's very like I'm gonna say, say it again. It's very kind of pre-serum Steve Rogers. Yes. Um, ninety pounds soaking wet, full of piss and vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> like like a tiny, like a little scrappy alley cat. Yeah. It's like, oh, you want to fight, eh? It's great. I love it. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, it's it, absolutely. I I love it. It's mate. It's where I'm like, yeah, come on, Daniel. It's like um, it's like Matt switches on his big dick energy. Yeah. I drew three little love hearts next to my notes for this panel. <laughs> Aww. Uh, uh, Tri-Man, he may be partly the brain, uh, but he's not that smart because he reveals that he was created by someone. And Dad yeah. was like, hmm, that's interesting. Huh. I wonder mm-hmm. by who. Um, and at one point, I think uh, Daredevil talks about the Marquis Mar- 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 uh, Mar- of Queensbury rules. Um, yes. So I don't know if you know about this. Queen, I know about yeah, I do. The Queensbury rules. So yeah. they're a code of generally accepted rules in the sport of boxing. The code of rules on which modern boxing is based. The Queensbury rules were the first to mandate the use of gloves in boxing. Yeah. So obviously Matt would know about those with his dad being a boxer. Yeah. Um, so Daredevil throws uh, Tryman out of the ring, but he gets straight back in again. Karen's upset that she can't find Matt. And says, I never should have brought him here. No, no, you no shouldn't. No shit, Karen. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, at this point, can I mention, I've just found another ad in this, this comic. You? Oh, God. Amazing. <laughs> Which is, it's a hand with a little monkey sitting in the hand that's wearing a little outfit. And it oh. says, uh, darling pet monkey, $18.95. An actual real monkey. Yeah. This squirrel monkey makes an adorable pet and amusing companion. Show it affection and enjoy its company. Almost human with its warm eyes. Your family will love it. These young monkeys grow about 12 inches high, eats the same food as you, even likes lollipops. (laughs) Simple to care for and train. Free cage, free leather collar and leash, monkey toy and instructions included. Why would you need a leash if they're easy to train? (laughs) What and the you fuck? can get you can get it for eighteen dollars ninety five from Miami Beach, Florida. What the of course hell? it's Florida. Uh, also you can get live seahorses shipped to you from Florida for only a dollar each or two dollars for a mated pair. What? what uh, all seahorse orders receive free beautiful imported shells of the world collection to decorate bowl. What dimension have we just slipped into? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just, yeah. So you want a monkey, and it's a it's a cute monkey. It's wearing a little outfit. No. Uh, there's also another ad heads. that says there's another ad that says you can have a He-Man voice. <laughs> Send today for your free booklet, Voice Power and Personal Power by Eugene Fuchtinger. Just send your name, address, and aged an age from the Perfect Voice Institute, Chicago, Illinois. Wow, sixties <laughs> man. I mean, I'm just saying, Christmas is coming up, Vicky, and you haven't told me what you want. So I told you what I want. I you want could, world peace. You could. Well, why have world peace when you could have a darling pet monkey or a He-Man voice? 
I'll take the He-Man voice. <laughs> like, monkeys are not pets. <laughs> they are not pets. I, the squirrel monkeys are my favourite monkey, and they are not pets. And neither so, seahorses. Yeah, seahorses. Are, I love seahorses. So Karen is freaking out because she can't find Matt, and then she sees Foggy. And she's like, oh, hey. So uh, they meet oh, up. Hey, I did a bad thing. <laughs> hey, so I did a bad thing. <laughs> I bought Matt here dressed as Daredevil. He'll be like, you what? <laughs> what? You what? Told, you both told me off for dressing as Daredevil. <laughs> Um, and uh, the Mars Marauder uh, and Gladiator see uh, Karen and Foggy together. So because they saw Karen arrive with Daredevil, they guess there is a connection between them and Daredevil. Oh shit! At least at least someone in this issue's got brains. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Tri Man has got brains, brain, but he's not that smart. He's not that smart. No. Uh, and then the Mask Marauder speaks over the loudspeaker and tells Daredevil to surrender or Foggy and Karen will die. <sighs> ba, ba, ba. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Yeah. So we will talk uh, about next issue in a moment. But first mm. of all, Vicky. Yes. What What is your toot and boot for this week? I will remind you and the listeners of mine. I'm going to toot Karen because I like her outfit. I think she, I like her longer hair. Yeah. And I like her wearing green. I think it's really cute. I'm going to boot Tri Man's little pointy pants. I am. Because <laughs> I do not like Tri Man's look. For like this android, his look is so boring. Like there's just, so many better whole, designs. Like think of Vision. I just don't understand the whole like triangle pointy thing on, yeah. on his pants. So it's like it goes. It goes up past his belly button, like all, the point almost comes to his sternum. Now, what is that made of? I mean, I'm just thinking that he was dressed by Master Marauder and not Gladiator, because uh, Gladiator yeah. can pick an, an outfit. Oh, he Master Marauder cannot. We talked yeah. about his baggy villains outfit before, which is even baggier in this issue. It's super baggy, yeah. It's yeah. so bad. I was gonna boot it, but I was like, oh. I've, I've booted yeah. it before, I think twice, so no. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, the pointy pants, I, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't, yeah. So that that's also my boot. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Vicky, what is your panel of the week? Um, There was, there were quite a lot. There was a gratuitous uh, Tri-Man arse shot. Yes, there was, yes. Um, And you know how I like an arse shot. Uh. But I really liked the panels at the beginning when he was jumping from car to car. Yeah. I just really liked the way he was drawn when he was like in the air and like the the, the words, the, the noise words and everything. I really liked those. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it, it was, yeah, all beautifully drawn. I wasn't so keen on the fight at the end with Tri-Man. No. It wasn't anything no. that stood out to me. But well, yeah, when he's moving around the city, I thought it was really well done. And um, also, like, Karen being really creepy. I loved Karen being a creeper. That was great. I loved yeah. it. It made me laugh out loud. Um, I liked the, um, the the three guys getting the, the sucked into a light bulb. I don't, under- yeah. I don't understand. Was, it's yeah. very strange. Um, I can't really understand the physics of it. Um, and I love the shot of Daredevil standing up to Tri-Man because... That you'll see a lot, like that kind of pose and that composition. Mm. And every time I love it because it just is like, it makes me like, yay, like for the other, you know, it's great. Mm. 
Um, yeah, so that was this issue. So this one, it did follow on from the previous two issues because I didn't want to say to you last issue that, you know, this is kind of a three part. But to be honest, I think from now they're they're much more connected yeah. They're much more run on, like running on from each other. Yeah, so yeah. we, I think we will have to sort of judge them individually. So, mm-hmm. what are we going to do with this issue, Vicky? Now Personally I'll remind you. Me, uh, sorry. Personally. Uh, yeah. No, go on. Go no, I will remind you uh, and the listeners. If you're, if this is your first episode, listeners, which is kind of strange, um, go back and listen to our other episodes. Um, but I will remind <laughs> you that with this issue, Vicky, you have the choice of either keeping it forever as a treasured um, uh, issue of Daredevil and it will go in our vault behind the bar uh, where we will look after it and we'll put it in a in a bag and uh, in, a, in a, a box and we'll treasure it forever. Uh, or you can um, throw it out the window, uh, much like a Turk Barrett. And uh, if you oh, think that this is a piece of trash, you can throw it out the window. Um, or if you're undecided... We can put it under the bar for now to mop up any spillages. I, based purely, purely on Matt's ridiculous plan <laughs> that made no sense whatsoever, I'm throwing this one out the window. <gasps> like, the, the artwork is beautiful yes. in this issue. It's really striking, really bold. Um, I loved that. But it was just such a weak, weak, ridiculous, pointless. I just, yeah, uh, it, that it, and and the pointy pants. I'm going to tell you something. Oh God, I agree. Yeah, because I think the Tri Man is like a weak villain. He's not very interesting. I think it's such a, a bad plan of Matt. Of just, Matt. like, they really phoned it in. The soap opera stuff is kind of like, uh, um, Master Marauder and Gladiator together are quite fun. I like that they bicker and stuff, but yeah. there's more fun villains. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I just think it's kind of, kind of quite weak. So yeah. I'm also going to agree that we throw it out, th- uh, out the window. Yep. Right, you ready? Bye-bye. Okay, you yes. ready? One, yep. two, three. Bye, Felicia. So, Vicky, I have to tell you what uh, next issue is. And I've decided that this will be a new section of the podcast. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Only because I thought of a great name for it and I want to give it a name. Because <laughs> we do this section anyway, where I tell you the name of the next issue and you predict what's going to happen. In a new segment, I'm going to name Vix Predicts. <laughs> ah, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I feel like we need a, new, a little jingle. <laughs> uh, so in this in this week in Vix Predicts, uh, I will tell you that next issue is called DD Goes Wild. Oh, <laughs> But so not that kind of what do you predict? Um, well, given that at the end of this issue, so like Foggy and Karen are being friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to guess that Matt is going to go absolutely balls to the wall feral because his 
like best friend and the love of his life is is being threatened. Yeah. So he's going to be like even more reckless and ridiculous than okay. usual. Mm-hmm. Um, complete disregard for his own safety. Um, all he wants to do is make sure that his like the two people that he cares most about in the world are safe. And what, so he's he's going to go slap a bitch. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. What do you think is going to happen with this whole uh, mass marauder um, gladiator thing and try man? Um. Well, at some point he's going to have to face off against all three of them, isn't he? Yeah. Well, I'd I'd imagine gladiator and try man, but mass marauder's not really a get his hands. He's a lover, himself. not a fighter. Not even that. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be, and I think maybe Gladiator will just be like, "You, I've had enough of your shit. I don't even know why I went along with this. You're an idiot. I'm going to take my fabulous boots and go and do this myself. <laughs> Come on, try, man. Let's I'm go. out of here. I'm out of here. Okay. All right. Well, we shall have to see next week, won't we? We, we will. Mm. All right. Uh, well, we will be back in that case next episode with Dee Dee going wild. Uh, but at the moment, it's time at the bar. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. And we have to close the bar and uh, I have to go and have some dinner. Yeah, I need to go and turn over my potato wedges in the oven. <laughs> That's a peek behind the curtain at uh, Josie's Bar yeah. podcast. <laughs> But we will be back again in a week's time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported international license. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it, and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!